Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. We're grateful for another Sunday of time in your presence. I pray that, Lord, your word will enter into our spirit and make a change for us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. I'm enjoying some of the creativity I'm seeing from here. Amen. Some of you, you have already lost your sense of fun before you even begin. Life has not even started. Hey! No, neighbor, your hair, no, if your neighbor, the hair is as it has always been, tell the neighbor that, listen, find a sense of humor. Find something. Find a sense. We are boring, Dodo. Abba. Oh, too boring. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, it's not by force. Hey, that's why I'm saying you are boring. If that's your mind, you are very boring. Ajay. Ajay. Beautiful. Let's take a few announcements. Next week, Sunday, we have our Swollen Sunday in this place. Amen. And the Swollen Sunday is an opportunity for you to change your status in heaven. Because there are many of us, as at now, we are in the month of June, halfway through the year. Souls won. Zero. January, zero. February, zero. March, zero. April, zero. May, zero. Hey! And we are in June. We are halfway. You can do something about it. Amen? I was telling the Faith Secret Service yesterday, I was telling them that, look, Bishop is preaching in uh, Madagascar, very wild crowds. Are you there? He's not the only person whose bank account of souls is being changed in heaven. Or I think it's only him. After all, therefore, he's the only person when the souls are won. It's only him. Not at all. Not at all. The people who have been there working on it, isn't it? Working on it, getting people to their place. Some people have been living there for about two months. Amazing. Are you there? Will they have a quota in their, in heaven or not? They will have. Yeah. What about the musicians who are there? I said, what about the musicians? Will they have some? What about you who's your five cities, your ten cities that you have been given every Sunday? Will you also have a quota? Uh-huh. Are you there? So whatever is going on, God is not unrighteous. He knows that it's several people's effort. You know, hey, Lady Reverend, you are really contending for a creativity prize. I can see it. And yeah, it's the are you there? And so next week, Sunday, you also, you have an opportunity once again to do something for souls to be won. Is it a good idea? Amen. And I want you to do your best. 
I want you to do your best. There are some people, if you try to witness to them, they will laugh at you. Have you met some like that in your life before? And these are the kinds of people that just invite them to church. That, oh, it's just a special Sunday, so just come. You have done your part. And when you arrive, we'll do the rest. Yeah, amen. Beautiful. So I want you to just, through this week, all kinds of things are going to be going on. You see a flyer posted on your class page, and don't tell me that four other people have done so. You are also there. You also have a voice. If John, the, if John had said, because Matthew has written the book of Matthew, he, he won't write. Are you there? If Mark, because Mark has written, he, he won't write. If he says he will not write the, 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 the book, we would never have known that except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the, heaven, the, the, the kingdom of heaven. We would never have known. Yeah, we would never have known I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. We would also never have known hey, to them that received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. We would never have known that unless I, I go, and I mean it is expedient for you that I go, if I go not, the comfort I will not come, we would never have met the Holy Spirit. Hey, if John had said, because Matthew, Mark, have written, and Luke have written, he yeah, he won't do. So don't tell me that somebody in your class has put the poster on the, on the page. Oh. Are you in the church? There are so many people putting pornography on your class pages. And they are supporting one another. But you people, when you put one fly, then you say that one is enough. No, you add yours, because some people will never scroll up the page. So you add, and you add. Amen. Push your neighbor and say, it's time to be active for your church. Be active, be active. Some of you, the way you are not active at this age, you are 22, you are already not active. I fear for you by the age of 30. Because people naturally slow down as they get older. And already you are slow as an old lady. So I don't know, I don't know. Ask your neighbor, see you they are talking about. Especially if your neighbor's hair is like normal. Sometimes it's a... <laughs> you, you are the type I, I can see you are the kind when they say post it on all social media pages then you'll be saying that oh I've seen this person and I've seen this one so me I can't post ah. so please so Swollen Sunday next week Sunday and then also our books all to all it's still going on it's still going on, so try to make sure that you get all hundreds of bishops, all hundred of bishops' books free of charge on your gadget. Amen and amen. Beautiful. This is a new month, and we're going to be talking about a number of things. And I'll be sharing some messages with you from the mega church by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Amen. What is going on with the screens this morning? My screen is off again. Please, so you're not the only people who are tired. I'm also tired. So I, this morning, I don't appreciate it at all. Mm. Okay. So we're going to be talking for the next couple of weeks about types of commitment. We're talking about four types of commitment. Four types of commitment. Four types of commitment. What does it mean to be committed? If you are committed to something, you have pledged that you will be there. You see, you, you pledge that you'll be there. You pledge yourself to something or to someone. 
Mm. You bind yourself to something. Amen. And a lot of people have issues with commitment. When you see a man who is 35 and he's not married, when you enter orphanage over commitment issues, cannot see how he commit himself. And before you are aware, he has litters of children around. Mm, because he cannot commit. <laughs> because he cannot commit. I hear somebody saying, God forbid. <laughs> and often people will say that, oh, he likes women. Eh, it's possible. But many times it's that he can't commit. doesn't know how to commit. You see, and when you don't commit, you're in a very dangerous situation. Yeah. If you come to campus, most of you here, this service, you are students. You have arrived here, and you said that, oh, you are an Akito student. Akito, that the pressure begins from year one, day one, our one. Then you reach fourth year, and then you say, and then when are they doing me? I don't like this. I'm going. The reason, you didn't commit yourself in the beginning. And some of you have commitment issues. You, you arrive, you said that the cause they've given to me, I didn't like it. What are you going to do about it? Please ask your neighbor, you, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? So, in the same way that being halfway committed to that cause is not going to do you any good, that is how also, as Christians and believers, when we are not committed, it doesn't do us any good. And this morning, I'm going to be sharing with you just on the first type of commitment, which our father calls fair weather commitment. Fair weather, that means when all is well, when the weather is good. You know, like a Sunday morning like this, the sun is shining, you're in church. There are no exams. Nothing much is happening. Campus life is cool, so you are here. But whether you'll be here on a rainy morning is another question. Whether you'll be here when exams have started it's another question. Whether you'll be here when you go and do an exam and I mean the marks are not what you expected is another question. Can you please ask your neighbor, are you a proper one? Are you a proper Christian or you are a fair weather one? Only when all is well. <clears throat> Let's go to the scriptures. Uh, please, you will find out why my screen is off. Proverbs 19 and verse 4. Proverbs 19 and verse 4. The Bible says, Wealth maketh many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. In other words, when you are wealthy, people like you. Mm. When you have money. I want you to cast your mind back to that friend who only knew you at, in SHS when you had money. When there was something in your pocket, they were coming around every day. Hey! Please, can you ask your neighbor, is, are you the one they are talking about? <laughs> That's a typical fair weather friend. What about the one that all of you went to do something? And when you were caught, prison, call your babe. I don't know you. I don't know you. That's a fair weather friend. You all made the plot together. You all caused the problem together. But now that you have been caught, you know, the person, I don't, I don't, I don't know about 
He said, oh, you said their name is what? Their name is what? Cheryl Lee's? I don't know anybody called Cheryl. I don't, I've never heard such a name before. I don't, meanwhile, you sat down together and made the plot. Do you see why many rich men are not married? <laughs> they don't marry properly. Why? Because if I find a wife, is she real or she's not real? Is it be, does she like me for me or because of what she can give, what I can give her? It's a big question. Yeah. That's why I always tell people, I say, listen, find your wife when you are poor and you have nothing. You have just finished school. You don't own anything. You are Mr. Nobody from nowhere. There's no sign. We only know you have potential. That's all. Yeah. Ladies, don't marry a guy who doesn't have potential. Potential must be there. The potential to do well must be there. Yeah. But potential is all you need. Because when you see the guy like that, guys, when the lady sees you like that, it's not because of what you have. You cross your style, wouldn't you say? You understand what I'm saying? Your hunger days, you know, your hunger days. Our father always says that sometimes when he sees his pictures from those days, he used to wonder what did his wife see in him? But today that his ministry is working, he doesn't have to wonder whether the woman likes him or not. Because at the time when she said she liked him, according to him, there was nothing to be seen. <laughs> Are you there? Are you in the church? Fair weather friends. Ask your neighbor, what kind of friend are you? What kind of friend are you? Yeah. Sometimes in this life, things are not always the same. There are some of you, when you do an exam, it doesn't quite go as you expect. You get a trail. Yeah, but I prayed. I prayed, but I believed that the Lord was leading me. I thought that, and that's why I learned, and I did this and this and this, and I've got this to God. I will never save you again. You got a problem. You got a problem. I want you to open for me this morning the scripture that says, when you give your life to Christ, everything is going to be okay. Is there a scripture like that? That you are exempted from problems. You will never have any issue again. Is there such a scripture? If there is, kindly inform us because I have not seen it. So why are you angry with the Lord because your father passed away? Or because you lost your mom? Why are you angry with him? I prayed and I prayed, Lord, and you didn't answer. You know why he didn't answer? Because the scriptures say that it is appointed unto man once to die. It's also the scripture. It's painful, but that's the scripture. Is it new? Hey, the church is quiet. You see, I'm not, I am not making light of your pain. I'm just telling you that that's how life is. It's part of life. The things that happen to us on the way are part of life. And the sooner you learn it, the better for you and for me. Amen? Rather, that is why when something has happened and you are crying, instead of going away, draw closer. Draw closer. Somebody was angry with her father and the person said that, hey, you are, you, the, the, the loyalty in Lighthouse, it is the loyalty of a dog. 
So, when the person said it, <laughs> you see, you can choose to be angry, but I decided that this person, you are not worth my anger. I decided to study the, the loyalty of my dog. Do you understand what I'm saying? I thought to myself, that's an interesting statement. And I learned a lot of lessons. For example, I can be angry with him over something he has done. Don't go away. Don't go away. Hey, you are very quiet. Oh. <laughs> One day, I don't remember what he had done. He was a, a younger puppy then, probably sport something. I was very angry with him. So that morning, I reprimanded him. Tell you, why did you do this, 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 this? And then I left the house. We were going out. So we, I was going out, and I had not yet made up with him that, oh, it's well. I sat beside myself. We're going when I saw something chasing the car. It was my husband who saw it in the mirror. I said, what's that? I said, ah. So we stopped. When we stopped, are you here? This dog, it was on the side where my husband was. It didn't go to him. It came all the way around to my side. Suddenly I understood. I had to get out of the car and say, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. I'm not angry with you anymore. It's all right. Before he accepted that they should put the leash on him and take him back to the house. And I understood something. And I said, if my loyalty to God is like the loyalty of, of, of a dog, then even when things are not okay, Lord, I can't take it that you will not talk to me today. Lord, I can't take it that I've done something wrong and I've sinned so you are angry with me. Lord, just say something. Just say something to me. Unless I hear from you, I can't be okay. I can't be alright. But you, God is angry with you, so you have collected your bag. Hey! You are in the house. Your father is angry with you and he says, get out, get out. Then you also take your bag. You say, Shay. you think I don't have anywhere to go. Then you pack your things in the bag. And you also pick it. Your mother will be crying and following you. Say, oh, you be patient. Hey, but they say, I should go. Leave my bag. I'm going, I'm going. Hey! Shay. You have just caused the problem for yourself. <laughs> Are you in the house? You see, when your father is angry with you, you know, I'm sharing something with you that I learned in a very difficult way. And I said that when your father in the house is angry with you and he says, get out, do you know what you should do? Do you want to know what you should do? Have you seen the front of your house? Look for a step and just sit there. Sit there and let it be morning. Let afternoon meet you. Let evening meet you. If the sun is burning, you look for a tree nearby. And just be there. Be there in the evening. Afternoon, he's going out. He'll see you there. And he's gone. But in the evening, as night is falling, he remember he has some foolish son or daughter out there. And he opened the door and said, Come on. Come inside. Why? Because you are committed. If you take your things and say, after all, Auntie Jane is there. Auntie Jane, she will feed you well for a week, oh. But after a week, your meat is now beginning to cost her budget. She will not be so happy to have you there. And then she will now say, you have to go home. She said, hey, the way my father is angry with me, 
Now we have to go to find Ebusuapain. That's the day you discover that Ebusuapain, who doesn't have much to do, is a very busy man. So he can't go now. He said, there are two funerals. So we'll go after. By this time, I said, Jane, is tired of feeding you. Which are now that they are giving you only gobe. Hey. 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 When you are committed, you don't work out. I said, when you are committed, you don't what? You don't work out. It doesn't matter what is going on. Hey. Ha hmm. ha. Let me open some. <laughs> John chapter 15. I'm reading from verse 4. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. I came to share with you today that if your commitment to Christ is fair weather commitment, you are likely to be fruitless. It's not my mind. Unless your Bible says something different from me, from my Bible. Let's go to verse 4 again. It says what? Abide, stay, stay, stay. Some of you, you have staying problems. Abiding is another way of saying commit. Commit. We are in a marital relationship with Jesus. He says, stay with me. And then he says that as a branch, if you don't stay, he says you can't bear fruit unless you stay in the vine. Many Christians today, you remember I was telling you that your score in heaven as far as souls is zero, zero, zero. Many times the reason is that you don't abide. You don't stay. You don't commit. You don't commit. Oh, I have my quiet time every day. In other words, I'll talk to you every day, God. You said it January 1st. By January 4th. You say, oh, Lord, today, today, so I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't say anything. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? Our commitment to God for many, many, many times is, 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 is shaky. Yeah. One of the signs of your shaky commitment is what you do in church. You may not know it, but how you come to church is a sign. Let's go to 1 John. 1 John 1, 7. I think it is. 